This week's coffee is going to be Bolivia, one crisp, washed. So hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 192 on Monday the 16th of July 2012. My name is Steve Layton and thank you very much for joining me again. Uh, as you will see I'm not in my normal location, I am out and about. I'm currently in Canada, in Calgary, um, at the Prairie Coffee Project, which is a coffee event for the regional Brista competition, first of all, for um, the Canadian competitors from this central kind of Alberta region of Canada, the Prairies, as they call it. Um, but also, they're doing some other things. So there's a coffee common event going on through the glass in there, and there is uh, going to be an industry event tomorrow where um, they have some international speakers coming to talk to them about coffee. Um, I.e., me. And that's why I'm here. They've asked me to come along and do a presentation for them, and that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah, I, I'm in Canada. Um, the call came in a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, yeah, I, I could do that. I could do that. So, we're not going to miss in my mug just because I'm not in the country. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, I'm going to do it here. So, the coffee that we're talking about this week is uh, a Bolivian, and it's called Juan Quisp. Um, the farm doesn't have a name. I, I love these little farms in Bolivia. This is an 8 hectare farm in Bolivia and it has no name. So uh, Juan Quisp is the guy who owns it. I'm going to show you a picture on the screen now. I love his red trousers. Like he's a hero. He's a proper legend. He wears red trousers. He's my kind of guy. But um, this uh, Juan used to work on the farm with his uncle when he was younger. Uh, and when he was at school, that's what he would do, go and help his uncle with this farm. And fell in love with the idea of being a coffee producer. So he left school, he went and got a job and he earned lots of money. And then has bought the farm from his uncle. And now he is the owner uh, of this, this bit of land. Um, it's in the Karanavi region of, 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 near, of Bolivia. Uh, somewhere where that I'm going in a couple of weeks time. So I'm really hoping that I find time to go and uh, visit Juan. Uh, no map bit this week because I've been on the road. But I am going to show you a, a little bit of a clip on the screen to give you an idea of where Karanavi is. Um, it's very close to uh, Loaiza, um, so another coffee that I, I, I'm hoping to go and visit while, while out there. So, um, altitude around about 1500 metres above sea level, which is quite low for, uh, for that region. It's typical in Katura. Um, it's a washed process, so it's been through the washing process of coffee. And um, it's a coffee that we've had for around about eight months, seven, eight months. And I've been holding back because it's another one that when I first cupped it, I thought this could do with some rest. And the more it's rested, the more it's got better. Um, to the point of, I'm really excited. It's quite different to the other Bolivians we've had as well. There's an awful lot more acidity in there. There's an awful lot more kind of pizzazz, if you like. And I think that's why I've been waiting for it to be ready because it, it is quite different. Um, is there anything else I need to tell you about this coffee? As you can tell, I'm super well prepared. Um, 
So the tasting. Uh, I did a little bit of filming of this while I was on my way here. Um, so um, I'm going to, I, yeah, I'm going to show you. I'm going to, I'm going to show you those things. But first of all, the wheel of death. The wheel of death will come out, and I know what it'll say. It'll say Canton. Oh look, it said Canton. Um, and the reason I've said for Canton for this week were twofold. One was whenever I travel, I use my Canton. I really like it. But other people have said to me that they don't know how to get the best out of the Canton. So while I wipe you on pause, why don't you watch this little brew guide on how to use a Canton? Because we're so cool that we've got lots of brew guides. Hello, and welcome to this short guide for the Kalita Canton Brewer. The Canton is a one cup, portable, easy to use brewer. Whenever I go on coffee travels, this is what I take. The key part of the Canton is the amazing paper it uses. So, you're going to need some things. A canton, freshly roasted coffee, a grinder, scales or a scoop, a kettle, and a mug. Step one, fold out the canton, place it on the mug and wash out. This also opens up the filter and heats the mug, killing three birds with one stone. Poor old birds. Step two, weigh the coffee or scoop if you had no room for scales. I aim for 12 grams. Grind to a size where you feel the particles between the fingers, but to the eye, looks like powder. Step three, slowly add the water. You're looking to add 200 mils of water. The great thing about the Canton is, you cannot add too much water too quickly. You're looking for it to be brewed in two to two and a half minutes. Step four, enjoy. A simple coffee brewer that's super portable. Thank you for joining me. I hope you'll take some time to look at the other brewing guides we've done. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. So back in the room. So Cantans, if you're an In My Mug subscriber, you will find one of these in your pack this week. Um, and I hope you've used the guide and you've had a go at using them. I think they're awesome. Um, they are very cheap, little throwaway, fun brewers that give you something different. So I have brewed mine just out there and uh, I'm going to dive in and tell you. I'm at Fratello Coffee Roasters by the way so that's why I'm using one of their mugs. Uh, they're here in Calgary, uh, really cool roastery and, and this is where the whole event's been held. So uh, yeah, thank you to Russ for letting me use this space to get this recorded. So. I'm going to show you the tasting that I did on the aeroplane, so roll the camera and then we'll come back and talk about it in a more sensible environment after that. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there, where the air is rarefied, we'll just lie starry-eyed. 
once I get you. So I've been a bit sloppy, but that's my fault. So. Super, super, super sweet. You can smell it on the cup. So into the, into the cup we go. got like a biscuit sweetness with it. It's a very prominent biscuit sweetness, but it's like a chocolate biscuit. So you bite into that chocolate biscuit, you get that sweetness, you get the smoothness. It's incredibly, incredibly smooth. And then on the back end, just like, there's a little bit of this going on, a shoulder of pineapple. And I don't know where it comes from. I don't see pineapple in coffee a lot. This is pineapple acidity is really, really distinct. So think chocolate biscuit meets pineapple. And mashed together in a cup. Maybe it's just because I'm a bit jet lagged and I'm being a bit weird. You really do get that sweetness and acidity mashed together in the cup. It's delicious. And do you know what? And this whole I'm going over the Rockies and I will try and take a photograph of the Rockies. Oh my days, it is beautiful. But at this height, I'm drinking delicious coffee. And if I can do it here, with a canton that you've got, then you can do it anywhere. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, and and that tends to be what I do on the aeroplanes, is I will get up there and I will just get my grinder out. And no, it used to be my aeropress, now it's these. Um, and get some very, very, very strange looks on there. Um, so the more sensible approach, because you may not have heard on there, is to drink the coffee. So, on the front end, I think you get this chocolate, and it's like a milk chocolate digestive biscuit. I love it. I think it's just like, it's, it's, it's a very complete sweetness that you get with Bolivians. Bolivians are always very, very sweet. This one's different, that in the aftertaste you get this acidity that I think is a real pineapple acidity. It's very sharp, very kind of, and it catches your sides of your tongue, and it's just like, ooh, mm, mm, that's a bit different. Um, I really like this coffee, it's a very small lot, uh, I think there's four bags of it, that's why we were able to sit on it for so long. Like if this had been a 20 or 30 bag lot, like lots of the others were, we would have had to put it out earlier because we'd never have sold it in time. And it's really cool that it kind of we, we were able to hold it a little bit longer. I hope you enjoyed it, I hope you've enjoyed all the mess and, and, and next week we will be uh, doing the live in my mug at uh, North Tea Power in Manchester with Alejandro from Finca Argentina. So it's the first week that you will actually know ahead of schedule what the, uh, the coffee is going to be and um, I hope you will watch it and you will, you, you will come and see. Okay, I am done, I am finished, um, and as I said, uh, I in fact cut to VT for the end of the aeroplane. I do remember, sorry, it's too short for bad coffee, even at 34,000 feet.